Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about life. Too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen to the Rare Girls podcast where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all insecurities. They will feel it is a safe space to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth. And they will connect with a sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Venise Angeles. Venise is a goal-setter type of person. She appreciates everything in life. She is from the Philippines and currently working in Dubai, the UAE, for five years. Venise loves to travel and loves outdoor activities. She really appreciates arts and is very much into coffee. Venise, how are you today? Hi, Aziz. I'm good. And thank you for inviting me in this lovely podcast. And I hope you're well as well. I feel blessed. I feel very positive and curious about you as a person. I'll begin with this nice first question, which is if your friends could describe your personality, Venice, what would they say about you? Um, yeah, so what they say about me, I'm a really jolly person. That's what they say. And even though I'm really down, I still smile and just go what life is coming ahead of me. So always positive. And then, yeah, it's three things, right? Even that one, let's dive even deeper into that. Because there is this modern issue where a lot of people and women feel depressed. They cannot find their way to be jolly. Even when they feel down, they are down. <laughs> they don't really know how to transform that into positivity. What about you makes you positive? Do you have specific beliefs about life? Do you have habits? Is it something that you transformed and changed in yourself? Please share more. Yeah, uh, actually, I've been to a lot of type of negativities that happened in my life. For example, my dad passing away when I was young and my mom, we are both the same because my mom is a single mom as well. So when my dad died, my mom doesn't have any job and me and my brother is, you know, is still studying and my mom needs to have a money. So what she did is um, she looked a lot of jobs like she's selling everything that she she finds out like for example selling toothbrushes selling skincares and everything so when i was really in a young age i i tried to help her out as well because it's not just my mom who's who's like living the life it's us as well so it's not just her alone so i need to help her out like 
selling the stuff that she's selling too. So all of my classmates, when I was young, she, uh, they're calling me, you know, the seller <laughs> because I'm selling all those stuff, but um, when even recess time. So yeah, so that's what I, I had when I was young. So I became really optimistic in life. And my mom is my number one like hero. And she's my number one like person who I look up into because up until now, she's the one who, made us like graduated in college and even my brother as well and my brother is really doing great in his life so he's uh he's working now in Singapore and everything in a really good company and here I am as well like living my life to the fullest and I know that this is not just uh this is just the beginning of my career and I really appreciate what uh happened in my life so yeah my my main my main thing here my main hero here is my mom as well I salute that. I agree with that very much. My mother is my superhero as well. She had worked very, very, very hard in an impressive way. And I admire her for that. And I noticed something you mentioned that classmates and people like the kids that knew you or whatever called you the seller. There is this thing where a lot of women stay in their comfort zone because they worry that other people will hate on them or say something bad about them if they go after their big dreams because they will be doing something that is not the safe thing to do. Some people will say, oh, you're crazy to do that or that's stupid or whatever it is. And that holds them back into living a life that is following what others want instead of their own goals and dreams. How do you believe you found the strength to be positive, although other people were saying, calling you seller, etc. And what's your advice for women so that they don't really care what, about the opinions, the negative opinions of others, if they are building their potential and goals? Yeah, I think it's really hard when, when you have a lot of doubt in yourself, to be honest. Actually, even me, when I was a kid, um, like they're making fun of me because I have a pimple and everything when I was in high school. And um, those classmates of mine are like saying, oh, you're ugly and something like that. And I've been I've been in a phase where people like my my high school classmates are bullying me. And with that, my self-esteem came became low and I had a lot of uh, doubts in my mind that I cannot do it and everything. I had a lot of fallbacks in my life. But the thing is, uh, what I'm going to say with all the, the girls out there or everyone who's listening to this podcast that uh, don't really give up, even though you're in your lowest points, um, just think about it, that it was a challenge in your life. And those challenges is is the way where you will see yourself on which if you can reach that limit, you know, like if uh, if you stumbled and fall, all you need to do is to like take a deep, deep breath or do something like journaling, doing some some stuff that what's what's happening on yourself. Like if you don't have anyone to talk about then do the journaling. That's what I really suggest to all the girls out there because it's really helpful. That in that way, you will all you will all put in a journal all the negativities or what do you think about on yourself and everything. So that make your make that book as a release stress point. And you will see if you are really consistent with that and which I am doing. And you will really like, you know, really 
new what's going to change in your life so that's one of my things that I'm doing so like journaling and everything to make everything like you know being optimistic and positive I agree with you journaling is a very very important tool and a great recommendation and to dive even more into who you and your life how was adapting to Dubai coming from the Philippines What's your perspective about noticing the evolution of the city in the last five years? And in general, if a woman, let's say from the Philippines or anywhere else, she's desiring to move to Dubai, but doesn't really know how it is to live rather than just to be a tourist. <laughs> Can you share more tips, advice and your own experience? Ah, uh, Yeah, actually, before I really didn't want to come here. It's just that my mom says, because it's really... The work in the Philippines is really um, high quality, but the thing is the salary is not that good. So the work ethics of Filipino is really great, to be honest, and always have an, a quality of service and what type of industry it does. It's really good. So at first, I really didn't want to come here, but my mom urged go here because they said that it's going to be like, you know, it's it's much better future in me. But at first, yeah, I really had a struggle finding a job because I went here as a uh, family visa. visa. So my cousin visa me in the first place. And then when I got here, I looked for a job. And good thing my cousin knew someone who's looking for a job and I tried to get that even though it's really a uh, low salary. I started at 3,000 rooms salary and I know it's not really enough because, you know, living here in Dubai is really expensive. Like you can only, I, I tried everything like living in a bunk bed, living in a partition. It's really hard to like mingle with other people, sharing the bathrooms. It's like... That's that's how like I think um, being an expat, a Filipino expat here in Dubai, you will experience those lows and lows, and with those experiences, you will realize that you know that you can do so much better. So that's what I did. I I, I knew that I can do much better. So after three years, I resigned. I tried another job, and that job is not that really good because. When I got the job, the owner said that I cannot go through with this because I'm not enough and everything, but I know I can do it on my own. And so I just like left because he's not, he's not really good owner. So I left. So I left without any visa and everything. And it's really hard to find a job here in Dubai, to be honest, without having a second option. So what I did is I really post online and everything like for example in Dubai expat so I said what happened to my to my job and everything and this uh, CEO just like threw me away and not threw me threw me away but he just wanted to leave leave me out of the company and yeah there's this one really nice um owner and asked if I want to join the, the job so I got it and I've been there for a year and I found uh, when I was in a vacation, I found this really great role, which is my dream role, which is an executive assistant. And here I am. I'm here. But with all the downs, like all the rejections that happened in my life, like sending all the CVs and true LinkedIn, true job size, all are rejected. You will see on the emails like, oh, you didn't go through, but we really, we really appreciate that you are send, sending our CV to us, something like that. Those are rejections. And 
I think I I really got used with those rejections, you know. <laughs> but yeah, here I am, like having my dream role, and I'm still. It's not really this career, but I mean, I'm just starting. This is just start of my career, and I know that I I deserve. It deserve everything what I'm having in my life, and I knew that I will be more successful in the future if you commit and if you set your goals straight. That's what what it takes, I guess. It does. That's very very correct. And just to explain a bit more, what is the role of an executive assistant? How is a day in a life like? What jobs do you do? Just for some women who might. Think well. That sounds like me. That sounds like something I'd be good at, but I don't really know how it is. Just share. It's not all about like exactly uh, how you do, but what a woman who desires to become an executive assistant, what can she expect out of that work? How is it gone? Some tips for them to become great EAs, etc. Actually, like you will do everything, like. You will do the scheduling of your boss. You will do the emails, or sometimes you will do the um, travel itinerary, something like that. So you need to help your. It depends if it's like a big company or a small company. But right now, I'm just working in a small company, and I really glad that I take that um, part of role because I know this is the start of my future career in the future. And yeah, so it depends on how big or small the company is. So right now, I'm helping all the tasks of the CEO that needs to be done, especially in 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 the industry. Thank you. And you are in the entertainment industry. I have interviewed some people within that industry, and they said it's very, very much growing nowadays in Dubai. In the last years, there was a lot of changes, evolutions. That before that, for example, it was more about the Arabic entertainment field, but now a lot more of the English-speaking ones and growing there. A lot more of the women are taking even bigger positions, etc. Just for your own experience, because I know that Filipinos love entertainment, and even sometimes when you walk in a mall, there will be some who are singing with beautiful voices and they're normal people. <laughs> so it's a part of the culture and sometimes karaoke at home, etc. For you, what's your perspective on the entertainment industry in Dubai within your one year that you have worked or I don't, you said one year, correct? That's have you've been an executive assistant or? Yeah, just like six months. Okay, no worries. Within the last six months, what did you learn about the entertainment industry? How would you describe it? And what are some evolutions or surprises or things you notice? Actually, there's a lot of going on in the entertainment industry because most of our clients are from hotels here in Dubai, like five-star hotels. So the first job, or the first job that I had is being with the Ramadan Ramadan band. So it was really nice when it happened. And there's a lot of things going on, like our different artists who what we have, like uh, acrobats, singers, dancers, and musicians especially. So there's a lot of happening here in Dubai. So I think right now, Dubai is really booming because from before pandemic happened and the entertainment industry and the hospitality industry, like everything was dead. 
So I'm really glad that it's coming back to life now. And Dubai is a really a great place for entertainment as there is a lot of expats, you know, and every weekend people go to brunches and everything. So there's a lot of like entertainment happening. And yeah, it's gonna it's it's really fun. And for your own self, since uh, you work so hard, how do you take care of your mental health? What do you do in Dubai? Like, especially you're missing a little bit of that abundant nature in uh, <laughs> in Philippines. What do you do in order maybe to connect with nature? Any spots that give you at least a feeling of being in the outdoors more rather than desert, as well as maybe if, um, do you go for brunches with friends? Do you just meet friends and just uh, watch some K-pop or Filipino series or something? How does it work? Actually, I've been down when I was here in Dubai because I had friends before and I really, I'm a type of person who trusts people so easily. I'm really easy to approach. I'm that kind of person. But then um, those people talk behind my back, did something wrong and everything. So uh, those that time I was like depressed and everything because I don't, I am really just starting here in Dubai and I don't have really a lot of friends and those friends that I trusted, um, they, they did really bad to me and that time I was like okay I'm done I'm not gonna have friends and everything here in Dubai I hate it now so I was all depressed back then and I don't have anyone to talk to but then when I meet this friend of mine she became a family and that's how I I begin to trust again and then I met her friends and other of her friends and yeah we are now a big happy family so it's 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 really it's really helpful if you have uh, a friend to vent on and who's uh have the same um who's have the same level of sense of humor to be honest because if you guys are friends and you don't have any like really se same sense of humor or uh you don't have that deep connection it's I think it's not really um, a perfect way to call a friend or a family. So what I have right now, I really appreciate it. And I really thank God that I found them because they're like my family. And and yeah, so every every now and then I I I go out with them. And sometimes I I talk with them on what their plans as well, because I'm a business minded person as well. And she's a business minded person, too. So she's the one who supported me all the way throughout of what I'm having right now with my business. And yeah, that's the thing I do with the weekends, like um, like going out with her or um, her husband and some of her friends do, which is my friends as well. So we eat out. And then sometimes if uh, I have some time, I do hiking as well. And I do some exercise right now because past I realized this past few months, uh, I'm not really taking care of myself because we have those highs and lows. We are not really perfect people, you know. Sometimes we're okay. Sometimes we are feeling like, Oh, I don't know what's happening with my life. Like you're feeling meh. We are, we are, we we are like that. It's not like every day you're really. It's like all the time you're really happy. No, if 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 you're always like that, what are you, robot? <laughs> you know. So so yeah. So 
So yeah, we have all ups and downs and that's what I do to release my stress. Go hiking or maybe go for a long walk because I love walks, but not this type of weather because it's summertime here in Dubai and it's really scorching hot. And nope, we're going to melt when we go outside. <laughs> so, so yeah, those are the things that I do or pet my cats here. The cats are here at the back. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Thank you. I love that. And you mentioned that you are a business minded person and that your best friend is also business minded. Yeah. Yes, I want more about that. There are women in this world who might be like interesting to try their own thing to start their own thing, but they worry what if I fail? If I fail, maybe my parents will be disappointed or I will feel like, oh, uh, everybody was right all along. I'm not uh, smart enough or strong enough to build a business or whatever it is. What is the reality of building a business and how can more women become and have the confidence to be business minded without too much worry, anxiety or fear? Um, what I suggest to the people out there who wants to do a business, don't overthink. I mean, just do it. Just do it. When you have something in your mind, put it in a piece of paper, jot it down because all the ideas that you have coming in your head and you've been thinking, oh, what if it didn't work? What if not? No, it's not. It's not. It's not good. I mean, just do it. Just start it. And for the first thing, if you had an idea, do the research, do the research of the market. And I suggest as well, you need to read a book. And I have it right here. It's a reach that for that. It's for uh, Robert Kiyosaki. I have a lot of bookmarks, as you can see. So yeah, that's that's where I'm having all the ideas. It's from him. And if you read his book, it's it's really helpful because um, he's the one who says that if if you don't, if you just put it in your head, nothing's gonna happen. And you need to do to have a good research with your business as well, because you need to see the market in the first place. So regarding with the business that I have, so what I'm selling right now is uh, Japanese skincare products because I am a Japanese enthusiast when I was in high school. So I, I am really into Japanese skincare when I was young. And my friend says, what do you want to do? What type of business do you want? And I was like, I don't know. I don't really know. And she said to me, oh, it must be something that you want to do. And I was like, oh, I can't. And then one day I just realized, oh, I know what to sell. I know what to uh, a business to make. And it's a Japanese skincare. And I was like to myself, how can I do it? How can I start it? So that what I did, I did research. And yeah, right now in my page, if you follow bgen.uae, uh, I already got 500 followers there. So starting from zero now, it's 500. And I really appreciate the people um, who's really helped me and trusting me with, with the business that I have right now. And um, I want to say as well that uh, you're, you should treat your customer as a part of your a part of your family like you're talking to a friend because that's what customers service are because you know like um, having a good conversation with the customer will make will make them back to repeat again like re repeat like um, ordering your stuff and everything so yeah 
and do your content post every each and every, every time so that um, the people will see your page. So that that's what I'm uh, I want to suggest with everyone, like start it, do it. Because if you don't do it, then what's going to happen? You're just thinking about it. So I suggest just to do it. Don't don't be scared. Take take that risk because everything is a risk, you know, because if you don't do it, nothing's going to happen, as I said earlier. So, yeah, just go out of the box. Do it. Even if you are scared, it's fine because that's normal. So, yeah. I agree 100%. Thank you so much, Venice, for sharing your voice, for sharing your story and experience. I wish you all the success with your career, with your business, with being business-minded and entrepreneurial and to have a happier and happier life in Dubai and to travel the world as well. Thank you for participating. Thank you, Ziz. It was really a pleasure to be here in your podcast. And I hope there will be a lot of followers on your, on your podcast in the future. You are welcome. Mm-hmm.